0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. One of the ways we supported ourselves after our marriage was although we lived in Eretz Yisrael, my wife had a day camp. We're back home in Muncie where she would come home in the summer. She would run this day camp for little tiny tots. And that was, we made pretty much the money that we would live on for the rest of the year. I don't remember what we earned, $8,000 or $9,000, but that was really a big piece of what we would live on for the rest of the year. So we couldn't come home, sukkah, we couldn't come home Pesach. We could come home in the summer and we bought our own tickets, by the way. Nobody could pay our tickets. Okay? So, I remember once, and everything had to be very, very, very gechesh But what we couldn't, couldn't afford because there was not a lot to go around. If we wanted this to be a profitable summer, we really had to be very, very, very careful how we spent our money. So I remember the first time, one of the things, one of the ways we were going to afford this is we had... Our apartment, and we rented it out to people who were coming for the summer. So we didn't get a lot of money. I think we got $600 for a month. $600 a month, okay? Um, because our money, uh, the day we were leaving, we were supposed to leave that night, and I'll flight flight, and my wife had to go to work, and I was getting the apartment ready, and I get a call from my sister, and my sister says to me, um, you know, what's going on? Do you need any help? With and I tell her, I'm just getting the apartment ready. So she says to me, okay, um, do you have extra blankets for these people? And I said, no, we have two blankets. We don't have extra blankets. She's like, you can't rent out a furnished apartment and not have a few extra blankets. That's not called a furnished apartment. I said, so what should I do? She says, well, you've got to make sure that you have extra blankets. Go out and buy blankets. I'll tell you to go, and you got to go get them. And then she tells me a few things like this. She wants to make sure that I'm being Ehrlich, and that I'm actually doing what I have to do. And I should buy travel insurance, and I should do this, and I should do that. I couldn't call my wife, doing no cell phones in those days. So what am I supposed to do? So she gives me a list, my sister gives me a list of all the things I should do. And many of these things are to be purchased in places that are quite a distance from my home. I didn't have the money to spend on a cab. So I spent the next many hours marching around Jerusalem, I lived in Ezra, Star. I had to walk into Ge'ula and then from Ge'ula I had to walk to Echov Yaffa, and from Echov Yaffa I had to walk up to Center 1 and then I had to come back down through Mataz through Sirach it was hours, and it was the summer, mind you hours and hours of walking and schlepping bags and bags and bags and finally I came home three or four hours later by that time my wife was, was home and I looked at her and I said Chavi, you're going to kill me what I just did I'm telling you, you're not going to be happy with me. I just went on a shopping spree because she told me, my sister told me that this is what I have to buy. And I bought a bunch of these things because cause we're renting out this apartment. We're making $600 a month. We're renting it out for two months. I said, I, I, I feel awful, but I just spent $400. And I don't know how we're going to pay for it. How are we going to pay for this? What are we going to do? And she looks at me and she smiles very sweetly. I'm thinking to myself, that's what happens before she tells you. And she says, well, I guess that explains that. I said, what explains what? And she says, well, five minutes ago, we got a phone call from LL. They are overbooked on tonight's flight. That's leaving at something like 11 o'clock. And they just don't have enough. And they said, they're giving us about a few minutes, 10, 15 minutes, we should call back. They will... Rebook us on a flight 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. It won't make a difference when we come in. They'll rebook us on a flight 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, and they will give us $200 per ticket for a total of $400 for their trouble of being rebooked. And I said, well, call them immediately. And this was one of so many incidents in those early years, and of course much later too, but I'm saying in those early years when we needed to see the foundation being laid and we needed to appreciate and recognize it's not my parents, it's not my in-laws, it's not my rich brother, it's nothing. It's through a He's going to be the one who's going to support us. Don't look at your friends and say, oh my gosh, look at what they have. Look at them and say, poor them. Look at what we have. Look at what we have. The Mushroom gave me a great husband, and he also gave me the tools to turn this marriage into an incredible, incredible marriage. Now let me go make it. So please go do that. Thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org